Hi, it's Ethan Hayter and you're listening to QuickLink Podcast. Welcome to QuickLink Podcast. It's show 449 for Friday the 25th of March. Seven countries offering up action today in no particular order. Tajikistan, Belgium, Spain, Egypt, Italy, France and Greece. Happy birthday today to Anton Sharmik of UNOX. He's currently racing Volta Catalunya. To Alberto Dainese of Team DSM. He's fresh from Bruges de Panna. And perennial bridesmaid Wilco Keldman of Bora Hans Grower. Today, between them, they turn a combined age of 79. In actual news headlines today, firstly, Max Walshide is out of E3 today after being hit by a car while training yesterday after he took fourth at Bruges de Panna. No reported serious injuries or broken bones at time of recording but the 28-year-old is being monitored in hospital and will obviously miss a block of racing and training. Lawson Craddock is another rider with an unfortunate event, taking him out of E3, this time while riding to the neutralised zone after sign-on. The bike exchange rider slipped going over TV broadcast cables and ended up fracturing bones in his hand. The UCI have confirmed a 12-event gravel world series that will start in the Philippines next Sunday, April 3rd, and wraps up in mid-September with the round in Catalonia, before Worlds is held in Tuscany the following month. And talking of Catalonia, I spotted after uploading yesterday's episode that I completely forgot to talk about the race, so we'll start there with a little recap. So yesterday's fourth stage of Volta Catalonia took the remaining 146 riders to the summit of Boitala, with two other Cat 1 climbs en route. Simon Yates was among six non-starters after his GC ambitions went in the drain on stage three. Ben O'Connor was GC leader, with 10 seconds over Juan Ayusu, Naro Quintana at 12. Heading into the finale yesterday, Richard Carapaz, João Almeida, Sergio Iguita and Naro Quintana had clipped off the front after chasing down Ben O'Connor and Bruno Amaral from a reduced GC group. Carapaz slipped out of touch, leaving a three up to the line, and Zhao Almeida of UAE took it from Quintana and Higita, while Pools came round to take fourth, before at 13 seconds down, Johannesson, Ayusu, Carapaz, Hindley and Carlos Rodriguez and Guillaume Matan arrived together. That put Quintana into the GC lead, level on time with Almeida, Higita third at six, Ayusu, Pools and O'Connor all at 17, heading into today's fifth stage, the longest of the race. 206.3 kilometres from La Pobla de Seguer, up the only classified climb of the day, the Cat 3 Col de Comioles, that's 35k in, then rolling to a finish in Villanova y la Guetru, where a bunch finish seemed very likely, with little to tax the peloton in the final 80k of today's stage. A three-man Spanish pro team break went up the road, Gotson Martin, Ucurde Barada and Joel Nicolau of Euskatel, Kern Farmer and Kaya Rural, respectively. They were let go to take the KOM points, with the gap being held steady at 5 minutes until the 100k mark, then that tumbling down rapidly, and they were caught 20k from home. Zhao Almeida picked up a bonus second at the final intermediate sprint of the day, putting him into the virtual GC lead, but it was all set up for a bunch finish, and that's exactly what we got. With the win, 21-year-old Ethan Vernon of Quickstep Alpha Vinyl, his first professional victory coming at the highest level. Second for Phil Bauhaus of Barham Victorious for the second time this race, and third going to Dorian Godon of Agi Désert for his best result of the season so far. Guillaume Boivin was in fourth, Caden Groves in fifth, then last Penalva, Oliveira Hofstetter and Guillaume Martin. Almeida takes the GC lead with that bonus second in the only change in the top 20. Quintana is at one, Higita at seven, Ayoso, Pools and O'Connor now at 18. Bauhaus takes the points jersey with his podium finish, Mikhail Biscara stays the king of the mountains, Almeida, best young rider. 168.6 kilometres tomorrow from Salou de Cambrils. There's a Cat 1 climb 30k in. It's 10k long, averaging 6%. 
Then they roll over to a Cat 2 down the other side. But a final climb, the Cat 2 Col de la Texeta, 30k from the finish, could see a small break clip away. In today's Continental Championship action, Team Time Trial Day in Tajikistan on day one of the Asian Contes. Tajikistan is landlocked by Uzbekistan, Afghanistan, China and Kyrgyzstan, by the way, to save you looking it up like I had to. Kazakhstan took the men's, Uzbekistan the women's. And at the African Championships being held in Egypt, Mauritius won the mixed relay team time trial in the only medal event of the day. In minor racing, Louis Bendixen of Team Coupe won stage one after yesterday's prologue. It was a Danish 1-2 as Kasper Andersen of Hagensberg and Axiom was second, and Jared Scott took third for Aevolo in the bunch sprint. And in northern France, Paul Penhold of FDJ Continental won the sprint on stage five, his teammate Jensen Plowright in second, Miguel Angel Fernandez of Global Six in third. Matisse Lebert of Côte d'Amour stays GC leader, and he may well stay there with two more sprint stages expected. Over to Coppi e Bartali and the penultimate stage being held around Monte Catini. Four loops out to a big climb, then back to four more loops with a mass finish looking most likely, and that's what we got. Mathieu van der Poel brought home the bunch for Alps and Fenix, his first win of 2022, certainly not his last. Ethan Hayter second for Ineos Grenadiers, he's stood on every step of the podium so far this race. No changes in the top five on GC, in fact the only change in the top ten is Hayter leapfrogging up to ninth. Eddie Dunbar continues to lead Ineos teammate Ben Tulit by 8, Mark Hirsch's third 24. The final day tomorrow ends by going over the 5.3k long 6.2% Moncherino climb. They go over that three times in the final 60k of a 160km day out. And finally to Belgium for the 64th edition of E3 Saxo Bank Classic, the second of the five World Tour Belgian races coming at us over a 12-day period. 12 of last year's top 15 on the start line today, just missing Matthew van der Poel, who was obviously at Copy Ebertali, and Marcus Hulgard and Yves Lampert, they were 8th and 13th respectively last year, both of whom abandoned Paris-Nice. The same course as ever, 204km out from Harrelbecke, and worming its way through Flanders to a series of loops taking in a total of 11 cobbled sectors and 16 bergs before finishing back in town. A few bumps and bruises in the first 5k, and unfortunately it forced Tosh van der Sander of Jumbo Visma and Guy Sagiv of Israel Premier Tech out of the race. Tom Wertgen of Bingol was first to show himself attacking at the first cobbled climb of the day, that's the Katerberg, just shy of 30k in, but he was gathered and shortly after that, nine riders went clear, only to be halted by a railroad crossing. Seven off the front on the other side, Bora duo Lucas Postelberger and Ryan Mullen. For company, they had Brent Van Moor of Lotto, Yeli Wallace of Cofidis, Daniel Oss from Total Energies, Matty's Passions of Bingo, and Lasse Norman Hansen of Uno X. They escaped to two minutes over the pack with Tobias Bayer of Alpsen and Sander de Pestel of Sport Flanders trying to bridge over. They were halfway in between the two groups. The two chasers couldn't get across though, and they accepted their fate of being dragged back to the bunch at Oude Kreuzberg, the fifth sector of the day, at about the halfway point of the race. Over Nochteberg, Kortekir, and onto the Tayenberg, Trek, UAE, and Jumbo, pulling at the front of the bunch, and then a chase group of seven went out the front of it, containing many of the pre-race favourites. In there, defending champion Kasper Asgreen, Tish Benut, Stefan Kung, Christoph Laporte, Matej Mohoric, Jasper Stoyven, and Wout van Aert. They got across to the 7 up the road at Berg to Stenner with 75k to race, the peloton hovering around 45 seconds back. That group of favourites then went clear as the goose was cooked for most of the break, except Daniel Oss who had the legs to stay with them over the next two climbs. Jumbo Visma then got more men over to the front as it swelled to 18 in number. The makeup of that group then, Laporte, Bonut, Turnison and Van Aert for Jumbo Visma, 
Seneschal, Asgreen and Ballerini for Quickstep, Turgis and Oz for Total Energies, Maduas and Kung for FTJ, Ineos there with Narvaez and Van Bala, and then with them, Gogol of Alberson, Stoyven of Trek, Tiller of Unox, Germay of Intermarché, and Mohoric from Bahrain Victorious. Oz and Ballerini were soon shelled out as Germay up the pace over the Capelleberg and onto the Paterberg, and then the trigger was pulled at Oude Quaremont. Jumbo Visma teammates Wout van Aert and Christophe Laporte making a move and clipping off the front. The 10% cobbled climb doing damage to the front group as many riders were dropped. Come the other side, only Asgreen, Bonut, Germain, Mohoric, Kung, Madouas, Navaz and Van Bala were the chase group, with Van Aert and Laporte disappearing a minute up the road. Come the Tegenberg, the final sector of the day, the duo had doubled that advantage, and with each of them pulling turns, and then a gentleman's agreement, Wout van Aert crossed the line with Christophe Laporte by his side, and the Belgian added E3 to his collection of San Remo, Amstel, Strada, Omroep and Gent-Wevelgem. So a win for Wout van Aert and a Jumbo Visma 1-2 with Christophe Laporte. Stefan Kung attacking from the chase group to take third for Group Armour FDJ. They came home about 95 seconds down. Matej Mohoric led them home for fourth, Binyam Gurmaya fifth, then Novaes, Madouaz, Van Bala, Benut and Asgreen completing the top ten from the chase group. The best of the rest then coming home 3.30 down with Tiller, Turnison, Turgis, Gogol and Stoyven 11th to 15th in that order. Next up is Ghent Wevelgem on Sunday. And that's our show. We'll be back tomorrow with the final day of Copy Air Batali, the penultimate days in Catalonia, Normandy and Rhodes, as well as updates from the Asian and African Continental Championships. We'll see you then. Bye now. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuicklinkPod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.